Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. We'd like to thank the folks for listening here on AM860 in uh, Portland and down in Wichita Falls in Tulsa and on the Golf News Net uh, along with varied and sundry outlets across the country. This segment of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and also Ben Hogan Golf, home of the Hogan Demo Program. No risk or obligation. Check it out at BenHoganGolf.com. We've got uh, Ken Regal today. I I should have asked you before the show, is that the proper way to pronounce your name, Ken? You nailed it. Okay. Ken is from Infinity Golf in Tigard. We met at the Portland Golf Show a few weeks ago. And uh, Infinity Golf, like some other uh, brand names, if you will, are popping up all over the country. It's an indoor uh, golfing facility. It's not just, um, you know, like a driving range. You can actually play uh, quite a few courses. And... Uh, I was looking at the list. I think I need to come over there and play the old course and stuff, Ken. I'm not sure. But uh, than a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah. How are you, first of all? And then secondly, to follow up on that real quick, how did you get involved in this? GT, I'm doing well, and it's a pleasure being on your show. So thanks for having me. Um, I got into this purely because of COVID. And my stepson was a basketball, or still is a basketball player, but couldn't play basketball because of the distancing um, rules. So he got into golf knowing that I played golf. So summer of 2020, we played a lot of golf. Around September that year, um, he said, maybe we ought to get a simulator and put it in the basement so we could play all year round. And I said, that's a great idea. However, they are huge and very expensive. So I looked around for a spot in Portland that, I could take him to play. Um, and there really wasn't a facility that was dedicated to the sport. Um, there were a few bars that had um, one or two. There were a couple of other places that had maybe one or two, but nothing as a dedicated uh, business. So I started putting together some numbers. And as chance would have it, two months later that year, I got laid off. I was a COVID casualty. Uh-oh. So I took that as a catalyst to invest my time into figuring out the business model, crunch the numbers. Um, I saw a path forward, and uh, here we are. How did you end up in Tigard? You, are you from that area? I, I lived in uh, Lake Oswego and Tigard um, since uh, 2008. 
Um, I recently moved to uh, Portland, the West Hills area um, in 2020, but I'm very familiar with the area. Um, for me, it was all about the availability and um, convenience of the location. We're located right off I-5 and really close to 217 on 99 here in Tiger. So it's very accessible from any part of town. That's that's interesting. When you, I, I'm familiar with uh, leasing buildings and different things like that. How long did it take you to kind of do the leasehold improvements to on the space you're in to get it up and running? We started the leasehold improvements in April. I'm sorry, June. It was June, yeah. We started in June of last year, and we finished uh, early October, um, and we opened in mid-October. So all in all, it went very fast. Wow, that that is pretty quick for something like that. What were what were the responses when you first opened the doors? That's a great question, JT, and one I wrestled with uh, prior to opening. My my sense is that there's an awareness, or I should say lack of awareness of this sport in the Portland area, uh, primarily because it hasn't made its way here until recently. Um, and what awareness has been out there may have been colored or tainted by uh, an experience they had 10, 15 years ago. And the technology, especially the technology that we use, has gotten so good um, that once people get their hands on it, they're blown away. And they'll come in and say, man, I thought this was just a video game, but this is as close to real golf as you can get without being outside. Um, so the response has been amazing. Um, people love it. Um, we have had many, many, many great experiences. And I wanted to touch on what you said about it being an entertainment sport. And while that's true, um, we also view it as a game improvement um, facility. Um, we have a number of our customers who have said they're playing the best golf of their life outdoors because they've been playing here. And that's a testament to how good the technology is. And with a little bit of knowledge and using the numbers, you can get better at golf um, by practicing inside versus going to a driving range and hitting balls without sort of any feedback about uh, what you're doing. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things, Ken, and, I, and I'm guilty of that, too. When I go to warm up to play around or play in a tournament or something, you you kind of just go hit them. You know, you, you try to work through a few clubs of your bag or whatever, but you just hit them. And like most golfers, I'm out there hoping for the best, <laughs> you know, but mm -hmm. I don't I don't have any feedback um, on a regular range that says okay that that was your that was your seven iron and you hit it 165 yards and you were and you were you know 20 yards offline at the port at the point of uh when it lands you know that type of thing it, it you don't get that uh fr from a regular driving range so i think that could be an important tool for people it, it has been uh jt um We've helped many customers um, not only interpret distance and offline um, for club, but we start talking about things like launch angle and backspin and um, ball speed and club path. Um, and there's many, many, many variables that make up 
you know, hitting a golf swing, you know, as well as I do, and I'm sure your listeners do. It's not an easy sport, despite the ball being stationary. Yeah. <laughs> so many things that can happen, but we've coached um, people in gaining 20, 30 yards on their drive just by looking at some numbers and making a few minor changes to their golf swing or setup. It's amazing. And the smiles on people's faces when they went from, well, I could only hit it 200 to hitting it 230 consistently is um, just an incredible testament to the work that we put into um, helping our customers. Yeah, that's, you know, there is a big deal all the time about gaining uh, distance, gaining some club head speed, gaining all those factors that go into it. But I'll, I'll reiterate that if you go to a driving range and you don't have some technology that kind of helps you with that, it's hard to judge that. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it really is, it, at least for me. And um, maybe I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, no pun intended, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't. Uh, you're just pounding balls. I I had a guy tell me that uh, one time, Ken. He said, well, and he's he was a really top amateur golfer around here. And he said, uh, you know, unless you go to the range every day and you just, you know, pound 500 to 1,000 balls, you're probably not going to uh, get much better, except for the fact that now with the technology, I don't think you need to pound 500 to 1,000 balls. Uh, that's exactly right that's a great point and we have many um customers and um, a good chunk of them are members and they come into practice and they'll hit a ball look at the numbers and think about it for 30 seconds 45 seconds a minute then they'll step up and hit their next ball yeah um so people are using the technology in a way that we intended um and it's you know, it's one of those things, and I'm guilty of it too. I've gone to driving ranges and hit ball after ball after ball. Um, but what the technology gives you is sort of a, a roadmap um, to getting better. I, I kind of think of it as if you were a, um, you know, maybe you were a concert piano player. Um, and the way you practice was you just kind of randomly hit keys and hope that something masterful would come out of it. That's kind of what we're doing at the range. And I'm of the mindset that if you're practicing badly, that's worse than not practicing at all. Yeah. Because you're ingraining bad habits um, and it's harder to then change those habits. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a break here on Grilling at the Green. Ken Regal and I will be back in just a few minutes. Ken is from Infinity Golf in Tigard, Oregon. And we're going to talk some more about that as soon as we come back. Stay with us. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green here on am 860 the answer in portland the golf news net i want to tell you about uh, the refit tournament coming up at columbia edgewater on june 20th this is where a group of uh, business people and contractors and people that want to help get together and the ultimate goal is they put in things like wheelchair ramps roll-in showers widen doorways grab bars they basically uh, eliminate barriers uh, 
I'm going to be out there playing in this tournament. And if you want to get some more information about it, or you'd like to participate or join or be active in it, you can go to refitportland.org. It's refitportland.org. There's a spot on there that tells you about the tournament. So I hope to see you out there. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook, Grilling at the Green, and uh, all the all the social media sites. Uh, I think we're on 30 platforms now, or 33. It's a lot. Anyway, we are out there. But today we're talking with Ken Regal from Infinity Golf in uh, Tigard, Oregon. And is the just so we know, and you don't need to give me you know hard numbers, Ken, but the capital expenditure to get these um, simulators and stuff in there, that's got to be pretty extensive. Yes, and uh, we won't go into the specifics, but that's the largest uh, outlay for, normally it's the largest outlay for uh, businesses like this. Now, there are cheaper alternatives on the market, but the old caveat applies, what you pay for is what you get, um, and not all simulators are created equal. I spent months and months and months testing and researching uh, the various simulators on the market, and uh, finally landed on um, the vendor about golf, um, which coincidentally, uh, Michael Breed on his show, The Golf Fix on the Golf Channel, insisted on using these simulators for 11 years on the Golf Channel because he felt that they were the most accurate and reliable simulators on the market. Um, so I think the outlay was worth it because people are enjoying the experience and golf professionals have come in from area courses and played and have indicated how accurate they are and how surprised they were by how far the technology has come. So um, I don't regret that decision um, in any way, shape, or form. I bet not. I bet not. Um, you know, we were talking in the first segment, Ken, about – you talked a little bit about COVID and, and how uh, you and your, um, your son uh, – we're trying to play more and this and that COVID has actually been a pretty big boom or, you know, a boon, if you will, for the golf industry. I live South of town. I live right in between several courses actually. And when COVID hit, you couldn't drive by a course unless it was, you know, pouring down rain and blowing sideways like it does here at times <laughs> that there, there weren't people just all over the, the course. And the one thing that I noticed too, this is just a little sidebar for you. I had a lot of friends that live up in the Vancouver area. Of course, the state of Washington was all closed down. So they were coming across the river and eating up tea times around here, <laughs> you know? And so it made it a little tougher to get a tea time. The The golf courses loved it. I, I think except for their food and beverage business, they their number of rounds skyrocketed. If, if you're, which leads me to ask you, Ken, in a situation like this, if you counted every time somebody comes in and, and, you know, basically rents a bay for like an hour, how many, let's count that as a round. How many rounds would you get in uh, Infinity Golf? Uh, I know you're, it's fairly new, but do you have a target number or uh, and what have you seen so far? Uh, we've seen we've seen days, weeks, and months where we were at capacity, um, and that you know I I think I read somewhere that um, the last two years of um, 
have seen the greatest number of people taking up the game of golf since Tiger Woods uh, popped onto the scene. Um, there was a kind of a lull before that where there weren't too many new players, but with COVID, it was one of the few things that you could do, which yeah. meant a lot of new people picked up the game. As a result of that, we see customers in here with every skill level, beginner, intermediate, advanced, um, those looking to learn, those looking to play in a less intimidating place. So um, we've had months where we've been full and we've had to turn down uh, 20 customers a day by saying, hey, sorry, we are full today, but yeah. we've got spots tomorrow. Um, so the recommendation is always book ahead um, in advance with um, trying to get a reservation. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's not a bad thing, Ken. That's it's not a bad thing. I, it's always hard to tell a customer no, um, but sometimes it has to be done. Well, that is true. That is true. So has your golf game gotten better since you uh, have uh, started with Infinity Golf here? Oh, it, it, absolutely. Um, I, you know, having, you know, being in the facility a lot and being the business owner, um, I have a lot to do. But, you know, I'd take 15, 20 minutes here, get some balls, look at the numbers. Um, and we also have a great instructor here. And he just cannot help himself to walk by and give tips if he sees you hitting. <laughs> <laughs> He's helped many customers improve their game almost immediately. So I think I've added 20, 25 yards to my drive, probably a good 15, 20% to my irons. Um, and I've gotten a lot more accurate. Uh, and I think that's because I understand the numbers better. And if things start to go off track, I can look at the numbers and go, okay, now I know what's happening and now I know what to do to change it. Um, well, so yeah, I was pretty amazed at, you know, how uh, my game improved, which is, I wasn't even thinking that that was going to happen. <laughs> well, uh, for a lot of golfers and it's perfectly fine. They're a hit and giggle type, mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of weekend warriors, but every once in a while, somebody connects with a good shot and sends it sailing down there looks like perhaps it should be on TV and they get all fired up. Um, I, that's what this game does to you, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but it, it does do that. I'm guilty of that. You think, man, I could, if I could hit it like that every shot, I'd be doing something else. Probably not true, but it's a good, <laughs> good little fantasy to think, you know, that, that I, I resonate with that because I suspect that many people believe that they can hit shots just exactly the way that professionals hit them sometimes. And yeah. if they could just do that all the time, yeah, you know, things would be different. That's which I think is the beauty of the game is like you could never master it. And from the beginner all the way to the advanced people, I don't know very many people who don't want to improve. That's true. We're going to take a break here on Grilling at the Green. We're going to be back with Ken Regal from Infinity Golf in Tigard, Oregon, right after this. Hey, it's JT, and this part of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at BenHoganGolf.com. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm Jeff Tracy. Today we're talking with Ken Regal from Infinity Golf in Tigard, Oregon. We'd like to thank the folks again at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. Ben Hogan Golf Tour Quality Clubs at Factory Direct Prices. Check them out at benhogangolf.com. If you want to email us, you can just 
send info to grillingatthegreen.net. And also, don't forget our friends Ryan Balanchy and his crew over at Golf News Net. There's a lot of good information there. So you can find that at golfnewsnet.com. What's been your biggest challenge, Ken, in, in doing Infinity Golf? Wow, there's been so many. <laughs> you know, I, I have to knock on wood and say the construction process went really well. And despite all the lumber shortages and shortages of stainless steel and um, equipment, that we were fortunate enough to find what we needed at the time we needed it. So I uh, can't complain there. Um, I think the... The largest challenge has been addressing that um, awareness issue and maybe perception issue within the Portland market about about what this sport is and actually viewing it as a sport. Um, you know, for example, um, the Long Drive Federation has recognized the About Golf Simulators as certified um, for qualifying for the Long Drive competition. They're that accurate. Um, so. You know, addressing that perception of, hey, it's a video game or, you know, it's not real. Um, once people are in here, that perception changes, but it's finding that that group of customers and addressing them. Um, because as you probably are aware, we can't mail something to everybody. We can't, you know, scream at the top of our lungs on Google ads or Facebook or Instagram, which I think are a lot less effective than they used to be. So reaching the, the customers has been um, a tricky challenge. Uh, I think we've done well in that. I think we can do better. Yeah. Well, you guys, I know, got some good coverage right when you opened. You had a little TV coverage. That's how I first found out about you. But it is, um, I, I'll just say this, especially over the course of COVID when so many people were stuck at home, the the Google and Facebook and that type of thing, they still serve a purpose. But people have gotten smart in how to weed through that and navigate those without getting inundated with stuff you don't want to see um, if they've paid attention at all. And so now it's pretty direct. I mean, we've kind of come full circle back to sort of direct marketing, uh, especially for the golf business. Cause you, you know, you don't want to be looking at um, this is me personally speaking, but you know, when I get online, just because I looked at uh, a, a pair of tennis shoes, you know, three days ago online, I don't want to be inundated with tennis shoe ads every time mm -hmm. I turn, every time I turn on the computer, you know, right. I, I think we've done that. Um, what are the general comments that people give you, Ken, when you're, uh, they come in, they had their experience. Um, we're going to talk about your, you know, your 19th hole here in a second, but what's mm -hmm. their general feeling? Well, JT, I'm glad you used the word experience um, because as I was starting the business, I vowed to create a culture in which we create memorable experiences. And there's so much in the world today that's transactional. Um, and as I visited facilities in the Midwest and East Coast, what I found was I felt like a number. I felt like a transaction. You go in, you play your golf, and then you leave. And the staff would not interact with you at all. Um, we've got a lot of Google reviews and they're very good reviews. Um, and a lot of them mention the culture and the experience and the attentive staff. Um, and this feeling of like, we feel like we belong here. Like this feels like home. Like we love this place. The vibe is great. It's a casual environment. 
The technology is superb. Um, and I'm, I'm just blown away by those comments because we set out to do that intentionally. So it's good validation that our culture decisions and the values that we espouse um, are making a difference in um, the minds of our customers. Well, that's a pretty cool thing, especially when you get that kind of feedback. You know, that's um, the Internet, as you know, it can be a very snarky, dangerous place. But <laughs> if you get good reviews and you give them a good experience, people will return. I mean, that's always my theory. So exactly right. So let's talk about your, uh, you know, you've got a food and beverage offering there, too. Uh, I'm you know, you might not be able to serve five course meals, no pun intended there, but, <laughs> um, tell us about that. Tell us about, you know, the dining or if you can have a beer, what is it? Well, we have a full bar. And when I say full bar, it's a full bar. We have one of the best bars around. Um, we have eight draft selections and one of those, we always keep a cider on tap. Um, and we try to get um, interesting uh, draft selections from uh, local breweries. We've got relationships with a number of partners, uh, and they're providing us with, with some very good products. So we've got we can make pretty much just about any drink you want. Um, from the food perspective, you're right. We don't do full course meals, but we have great appetizers, and our, our most popular one is soft pretzel sticks with beer cheese dip. Um, that, that just goes like hot cakes. Sure. Um, we've recently revamped our main dishes and we've added a spicy uh, chicken sandwich, which is really to die for, uh, a brisket sandwich. We've got loaded nachos. Um, we've got hot wings and a number of pizza selections. Um, and then we've got sweet treats, um, you know, for, uh, finishing up or parties or uh, special events. Um, also, we do, for larger events, we do buffet options um, where you get to select from a number of um, options for having uh, a buffet-style um, service. Um, and that would be for, let's say, groups of uh, 15 or more people. Sure. Are those, when you do those selections, are they the same as the standard menu or when you're doing a I'll just call it a catering event like that. Are there more selections? Yes, there are more selections. And um, they're, they're, one of them is similar to what we offer, but um, not quite. Um, the other two are, are completely different than what we offer on our main menu. Must, must be comforting, though. I, you know, I have a pretty close relationship with the food business and stuff, and at the end of the day, when you can lock the door and you could probably just sit there at the end of the bar and pour yourself a beer and think about the day, that's, that's a, to me, that's a benefit of owning a place like this. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I will not admit to ever doing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you don't have to, okay. you, don't, you don't have to like that. Um, can people just come in and eat and not play golf, not practice? Oh, ab absolutely. And people do. Um, and we are um, seeing more and more people view us as a place to stop by as their local watering hole, if you will. Um, we've got great seating indoors. Um, we've got a nice curved bar um, with pub table seating all around. 
And very soon, you know, once the weather stops sitting down on us, we're going to have outdoor seating in our little patio out here. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. You get some Yahoo like me in there, he'd just go play around, so to speak, go eat something, go back and play another round, and <laughs> go back and eat some more. That, that's my ideal day of golf, you know, yeah. when, when you can do that. Well, the you know, the way we say it is you, you're, you never lose a golf ball, and you're never more than um, 50 feet away from a bathroom or a bar. Now, that's the perfect golf course, Ken. Right. I mean, you know, that's really the perfect golf course. You're not looking for a bush or waiting for one of the, you know, the, the splash cans. Yeah. Or the drink cart coming around. Uh, I, I play with some guys that a lot of times any bush will do for them for their calls (laughs) to nature, but you don't have to do that there. That's kind of a cool thing. Do you see this, uh, expanding going down the road if everything works well? Well, that's, that's the plan, uh, JT. I had that in mind, and we do have a 10-year plan for um, what we're looking to do now. Um, we've got to nail our processes here. We've got to get things um, running as smooth as they can be, and we're well on our way to doing that before we start looking at our next location. And we're going to be very judicious about doing that. Um, we kind of know that this market is fairly saturated <laughs> as of late. Um, so... Uh, we're exploring other possibilities um, right now. Well, can't blame you there. Um, we're tied with Ken Regal from Infinity Golf and Tigered. Uh, we are going to take uh, another break here in just a couple of seconds and come back and wrap up the show with Ken. Ken's going to stick around a little bit for the after hours. He's a busy guy and he's the only one there today, so we won't hold him up too much. But we'll be back here on um, Grilling at the Green in just a second. Stay with us. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green here on AM860 Golf News Network. KSEY, KFAQ, and several other ones across there. Um, Speaking of little golf training, here's our pal and good friend Bruce Furman with his tip for you for this week. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langdon Farms, and my tip today is trying to give you some advice on how to get a little more power. Pretty much everybody comes to me when uh, they're taking a lesson, and they tell me they want to hit it farther. I have yet to hear someone say, I'm just hitting it too far, you know, and so uh, how do you hit more power? Well, there's a few different ways you can get it, go about it. Uh, probably the easiest thing is just to develop a more efficient swing where you're hitting the sweet spot consi- consistently. So if you can hit the sweet spot and you can hit slightly up on the ball with your driver, you're going to get the maximum distance you can get out of that golf club. And you should have the driver fit so that that you have the right launch angles and the right spin rates. And that, that'll help you get more distance. And one thing also, just talking about, you know, the golf swing itself, a wider backswing potentially has more power. So when you start your, your club back, sometimes people think they're supposed to fold their right elbow into their side. And you really aren't supposed to do that. You want to let your right arm float and go off your side 
and not fold it in. And if you do that, you're going to have a wider backswing, and a wider backswing can, can help you get more power, and uh, you'll hit it long and straight right down the middle. Well, hopefully you will. But you will get more power if you have a little wider backswing. So I hope that helps you. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. Folks, you can find out uh, more about Bruce and his teaching and um, what he offers down there at Langdon Farms. Just go to their website, click on instruction. They'll have a drop-down menu, and there'll be a picture of Bruce there because he is their director of instruction. And um, you can book a you can book a clinic or a one-on-one lesson with him. Now let's get back and talk some more with Ken Regal from Infinity Golf. Did you ever hesitate when you were doing this? Did you ever get to a point where you said, "Oh wait, I'm not sure about this"? <laughs> uh, multiple times per day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that is a normal conversation, I think, in the head of someone who is taking on an entrepreneurial um, endeavor. Um, and I think for me, without that little person in my head going, are you sure you want to do this? Like, um, it helps me uh, refine my plans and, and get better. Um, so yes, I, I, I will admit to that. There's a lot of there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of risk involved in, in such an activity that um, at the end of the day, you know, you decide to move forward and you do the best you can. Well, and there's a hell of a lot of capital outlay when you do something like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's again, I don't know the numbers. And I'm not asking for them, but just knowing what I know about business somebody's got to write the checks. And when you're the guy writing the checks, sometimes you go, eh. <laughs> that's a hard one yeah no doubt <laughs> uh ken how can they find you uh, you gave us the directions at the top of the show but and do you have a website people can make reservations with or check out all your offerings we do we are at golf with infinity one word golf with infinity.com and you can find us on facebook and instagram at uh, golf with infinity as well um, we are physically just off I-5 on Route 99. If you know where the Fred Meyer and Burger King are, we can see those from our VIP room. Um, and the website should have all the information you need. There is a spot for online booking. There is information about our events that we offer in terms of uh, parties. And uh, we've started to do... Uh, corporate or office meetings. We can convert our VIP room into an office meeting space um, and use our 22 foot wide projector for displaying presentations. We offer continental breakfast and buffet lunches and do team building options. And then people can play golf afterwards. Well, there you Uh, go. We also offer lessons and clinics and uh, I'll put a little teaser out there. JT, we're going to be offering something that we feel is going to be disruptive to the instructional market within golf okay well maybe we'll find out a little more about that after hours ken regal from infinity golf and tiger thank you for taking the time i know you're you're flying solo this morning i'm trying to manage that till the staff gets there but i appreciate your time very much ken thanks jt it was a pleasure talking to you no problem my pleasure too uh folks we'll be back next week with another edition of grilling at the green um uh, 
you know, you can find out more. You can find all the podcast versions of the show online. And I've uh, got a lot of fun folks there like Ken. Long list. So go out there, play some golf. Stop by Infinity Golf and check it out. Maybe uh, book some range or some uh, bay time there. Pick your own course. Play the old course at St. Andrews. Anyway, we'll be back next week with another show. Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, All Rights Reserved.